This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, Foggy Bottom has signed an agreement with the Smithsonian to assist in international expansion. New requirements in the law require better living conditions in military barracks. And the Office of Management and Budget is proposing new pay rules for feds working above their pay grade. Those stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Wednesday, December 27th, 2023. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Peter Masurlian. Like a lot of other people, feds sometimes get temporarily assigned to do work that's technically above their pay grade. The Office of Personnel Management is proposing new rules to make sure they get paid accordingly. As of now, agencies can tell employees to work on things that are supposed to be done by more senior workers. While that's happening, they can also earn higher pay, but for only four months. The new rule would remove that 120-day cap. The proposed regulation is in today's Federal Register. OPM will take public comments through the end of February. Nearly two years in the making, GSA gives industry a second look at its new government-wide cloud contract. Federal News Network's Jason Miller tells us more. The General Services Administration is finally out with its revised and much-anticipated Ascend Cloud Services Blanket Purchase Agreement. The second draft performance work statement details almost two years of analysis for how best to create a new government-wide contract for cloud services. GSA is seeking feedback on its Pool 1 PWS for Infrastructure and Platform-as-a-Service cloud services. It also offered general ideas for Pools 2 and 3, Software-as-a-Service, and IT Professional Services. The draft performance work statements for Pools 2 and 3 will come later in 2024. Comments on the Pool 1 draft PWS are due by January 30th. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. Agencies need to do a better job of working together to address cyber threats to medical devices, according to a new report from the Government Accountability Office. GAO says cybersecurity vulnerabilities in medical devices can pose a risk to hospital networks and patients. But the auditors found the Food and Drug Administration and the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency have not refreshed their cybersecurity coordination plans in more than five years. CISA and the FDA agreed with GAO's recommendations to update their information sharing agreements. The Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency wants to take advantage of advances in machine learning. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday has the details. The Department of Homeland Security's Science and Technology Directorate is looking for feedback on a new technology project that it's working on for CISA. It's called the CISA Advanced Analytics Platform for Machine Learning, or CAPM. The platform is envisioned as a multi-cloud, multi-tenant environment for testing new software and tools and developing complex machine learning capabilities. The DHS S&T Directorate has a request for information out with responses due January 15th. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. The Smithsonian will expand internationally thanks to a multi-part agreement with Foggy Bottom. Smithsonian scientists will join the State Department's Embassy Science Fellows Program. Other Smithsonian staff members will help preserve traditional crafts in Mexico. Still others will become part of an international exchange program 
for sharing best practices for inclusive museums. Secretary of State Antony Blinken says the agreement will support three foreign policy priorities, education, the environment, and cultural preservation. The Secretary of State and the Secretary of the Smithsonian, Lonnie Bunch, signed the Memorandum of Understanding shortly before Christmas. The annual defense policy bill that was signed into law last week will require the Pentagon to set department-wide standards for livable military housing. The Defense Department will have to establish standards for floor space and the number of service members allowed to live in barracks. It'll also have to develop health and safety standards, as well as fire and electrical safety standards, in an effort to improve conditions service members are living in. Lawmakers have been calling on Pentagon officials to fix military housing as evidence of dire barracks conditions mounted over the past year. Earlier this year, a Government Accountability Office report documented poor conditions service members have been living under for decades, including mold, no heat in the winter, or air conditioning in the summer. The Office of Personnel Management is out with the first iteration of the Periodically Listing Updates to Management, or PLUM, website, but it's far from complete. OPM, which is fulfilling some of the requirements of the PLUM Act of 2022, will update the portal in 90 days to confirm the completeness, accuracy, and reliability of the information. Once fully updated and content verified, OPM says the website will improve government transparency by giving the public a more up-to-date look at leadership in federal agencies, including the administration's top leaders, political appointees, and other senior positions in the federal civil service. The federal government is looking to industry to address workforce challenges within the submarine industrial base. The General Services Administration is looking for an industry partner to develop solutions to the submarine industrial workforce problem at the local, regional, and national levels. The submarine industrial base has been struggling to recruit a skilled workforce to meet its production goals. The Navy says it needs 100,000 new trade workers in the submarine industrial base over the next decade to keep up with production. The agency posted the request for proposal on December 12th, and companies should submit their proposals by January 16th. The Army is seeking to consolidate its legacy systems and programs into a single user interface to provide a common operating picture. The Program Executive Office Command, Control, and Communications Tactical, or POC3T, is looking to industry to develop solutions for the next generation of command post capabilities. The office is looking for technology to extend the basic capabilities of the government software designed to provide warfighters with real-time data and situational awareness. The service is possibly interested in executing a competitive development iteration with industry in fiscal 2024, and the prototypes may be moved to production. Companies interested in participating have until February 2nd to inquire. Find these stories and more at federalnewsnetwork.com. For the Federal Newscast of Wednesday, December 27th, 2023, I'm Peter Masurlian. 